first thing to remember. Is it okay? Is it all right? Lord, help me to remember and help us to learn. In your name I pray, amen. Okay, amen. Guess who this story is about? Nebuchadnezzar. What, who is it about, you know? Jesus, yes. Ne yes? Huh? Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar was a proud king. He was just proud. He was big and he was just, I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I'm that. And he had three young boys that lived in his palace. Their name was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Who else can say those big words? Who else can say those big words? Huh? Whose hand are you putting up? You know he can't say those big words. Who else can say those big words? Who, who lived in the palace? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Who lived there, everybody? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they loved G-O-D. Who was that? They loved God. They loved God a lot. Now, remember, King Nebuchadnezzar was all big and tall, and he was saying, I am the best king going. I'm the best. And all his people would go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll say, I'm the best king going. And you must say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm the best king going. 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 Oh, yeah, that's what the people said. That's what the people said. Say, I'm the best king going. And the people said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so proud. He was so big-headed. He was so everything. He said, I'm going to build me a great big statue. Yep, statue. Uh -huh. Idol statue. That's right. I'm going to I guess it would take, it would take, oh, it would take, it'd be so tall we couldn't even see. Oh, we have to look like that. And then we'd get back and back. 35 feet way up in the air. He built that statue. He said, now, I want you to call all my people together. I want you to call the princes. I want, to call, I want you to call the sheriffs, which are the cops. I want you to call the kings. I want you to call everybody. I want everybody, and I want, who do I want? Me, come on, who do I want? Me, Shaq, Shed, Rack, and Abednego. I want everybody to stay up there. And he had that, that, that thing built. That thing is built. It got high, high. And boy, that thing was good looking. And then he said, get everybody together. Get Everybody together, call them all out because I am proud. I'm proud. And the people said, What? Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it better than that. I'm proud and I'm proud. And the people said, What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And sure enough, it was built. It got all the people that came from all over that world. He said, Now let me tell you something. Because he was proud, right? And the people said, What? Yeah, 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 that's right. Now, let me tell you something. When you hear the sound of the music, yes, sir, when you hear the sound of the, I want you all to bend down. All right, stand up, stand up, because you're, you're my people, see? You're proud. All right, I got to have, where's a shed rack? Shed rack, I need a shed rack. You don't want to be shed rack? Okay, you won't be Shadrach. You won't be Shadrach. You'll be Shadrach. Stand there. Who wants to be Meshach? Well, better, let me see if I can get a boy. Can I get another boy? Can I get a boy? Shadrach. No, you're my music. You're my music. Shadrach. Okay, you want to give him music? Shadrach. Okay. All right, here they are. Here they are. Here's my three. Shadrach. Meshach. And Abednego. Who is this? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. All right. Now you all are all my people because I'm proud and you like me, right? So when I go, oh, I'm the king, I'm the king, what do you all say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. All right. So now everybody is there. Everybody is there. Is she going to play it right? You think so? You got it straight? Okay, make sure you got it straight, because she's got to play the music right, right? That's right. And you got to play it loud. You got to play it right. All right. He says, now, when that music begins, all of you all are supposed to bow down, okay? What are you going to do? 
You're going to bow down. But now three people are not going to bow down. All right, here comes the sound of the music. Come on, da 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 da, bow down and say, oh, and the king is good. Come on, that's it. And you're supposed to say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Play the music. Oh, oh, oh. All right, get back up off your feet. Boy, you are obedient. And someone said, wait a minute. Well, let's try it again. Now, I'm going to say, now, I'm the big king, and even when you hear the music, I want you to bow down and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, get that music going again. Bow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. King, I see three I see three people over there. They're not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, everybody else is bowed down. They're not doing what they're doing. I don't know what you're going to do, King. I don't know what you're going to do. Bring them over to me. Okay, get back up on your feet. What's wrong with you guys? I've been good to you. I'm the king. I've been good to you. Why aren't you bowing down? You're not going to bow down because you, what, what, what is this with you? You love God, you said? I'm going to give you one more chance. Do you understand? I'm going to give you one more chance. I'm going to give you one more chance. All right. I want to hear the music. I want to hear the music. I want to hear, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give him one more chance. All right. Bow down. Hear me hear the music. Music. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know one thing? You made me so mad. I'm going to build that fire seven times hotter than it's going to be. You, I'm, put, I'm, 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 I'm putting all three of you in that fire. I've been good to you while you were in the, in the palace. And look what you're doing to me. Get back up, subjects. It's okay. Just sit back down. That's right. I'm going to take care of them. All right, get that fire. Get that fire so hot. I'm telling you. I'm t get in. And the guard, where's, get, 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 get in the fire. Where's the guard? Guard, put, the, come here, Eric. Get the guard. Put the guard. Get, come on. Boat, get, get, get up here. I need guards. Put them in the fire over here. Get them in the fire. Not, come on, put them in the fire. Put them in the fire. Oh, put, whoa, put them in the fire. And guess what? The flames killed you. Fall down. The fire was so hot you died. That's right, you're dead. King Nebuchadnezzar. What? Come over here, Andrew. He threw them in the fire. They had their hats on. They had their ties. They had their suits. They had their shoes. They had everything. You all are still dead. And the king was so mad, he looked in that fire. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Their hands aren't tied anymore. They're walking around. They and, and wait a minute, who, wait, I, I thought we threw three, how, didn't we, how many did we throw in the fire? We threw three, and I look, it looks, I see what, huh, four, and, and it looks like who? It was Jesus. It was Jesus. Now, wasn't that something? And so Nebuchadnezzar, you all are dead. Got to get some other guards. Oh, oh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, Jesus had come down in that fire, and he had cooled that fire up, and he had walked with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the cords were off their, their arms in there. And come out, what, give me a guard. Come here, guard. Get them out of this. Come on, guard. Come on, get them out of that. Get them out of this here thing. Get them out. Pull them out. It's not hot now because Jesus is in there. That's right. Get him out. And guess what? When you're in a fire, doesn't it make you, doesn't it smell like fire? No smell, huh? Let me smell. <laughs> what does that tell you about Jesus? Tell me, what does that tell you about Jesus? That, huh? Jesus is powerful. Okay, let's stand here, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Will Jesus 
he took care of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Will Jesus take care of us? We may not go into a fire, but Jesus will help us not to do what some things, like not to what? Huh? Do bad, do bad things? Hit him. Um, don't do evil things. Do not kill your friends or whatever. Sin. Sin. Jesus will always protect you. He wants you to be obedient. What does he want you to be? He wants you to be obedient. Jesus says, love me with all your heart, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. So that we can be with Jesus in where? In heaven. Is that a good story? Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be good. You're gonna be good. You're gonna be good like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be like Jesus to your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna be. You're gonna be nice to mommy and daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be nice to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Happy Sabbath to those who happy Sabbath. Isn't it good? Six days. Ooh, you can stop your labors. Isn't that a sweet thing? Oh, I knew the Lord knew what he was doing, didn't he? Thank you, Father, that I'd be out somewhere right now trying to see something or whatever. But thank you, Lord, for the Sabbath. And we're going to keep it with Jesus in heaven. Isn't that something? Before we enter the gates into the city, because so many will have accepted Jesus Christ at the last moment. The thief on the cross never kept the Sabbath, right? So he's got to keep the Sabbath. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful, my lady? And then here we'll be on a sea of glass. And just before Jesus swings open the gates, we'll have kept the Sabbath. I want to give you something uh, before I begin the service. First of all, I want to thank you so much for being so kind to me. Thank you very much. I'm going home happy, a little heavier. It's true. I put on a suit the other night and I went, whoa, mama. Going home. I mean, it, you, it's just been a joy. I have been calling home, uh, calling to my sister in Florida and just telling her just what has been going on. And when I, and I told my supervisor yesterday when I went to Elm's Haven, oh my, my word, I was in Elm. I stood in the bathroom. I went, I'm in Ellen White's bathroom. <laughs> she was such a human person. <laughs> and I, I was just telling my supervisor, what a wonderful, wonderful congregation you are. And I was telling them of the miracle. So when I go back, I plan to tell the general conference in the North American Division, I'm going to plan to talk about you like a dog, okay? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about you like a dog. Father in heaven, please help us and give me understanding and Holy Spirit, just do what you've been doing. Do it even more because it's a Sabbath, so we need a double portion of whatever you want to do. Make it plain. Make it plain to me and then speak through me. In your name I pray, amen. I just want to read something. Yes, amen. I just want to read something I was studying this morning, and, and I looked at first. I was looking for a text for someone. I haven't found it yet, but I was looking First Corinthians, I came upon it. First Corinthians 15. And I was looking at, uh, I was reading verses 51 to 58. And it's just something to give us encouragement about. You have First Corinthians? First Corinthians 15. And then I'll get into the sermon. Maybe it won't be too long. 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We should not all sleep, but we shall all be changed 
In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Because right now we're just, we, 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 we're just, we, we stink, we can die, it's just not the nicest thing. I put on obsession for women. We try to make ourselves smell all good, you know. <laughs> so I, I, I bought my son-in-law obsession for, for men. And the, 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 the body bath, the, the lotion, the shave thing. I talked, to my, I talked to him the other day. He said, Mom, I'm smelling so good. And corruption. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, hell, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now, I just want to read you something, some, some, some word of encouragement for you, okay? And then we'll just speak a little bit. This is from a manuscript by Ellen White, 70 page, uh, manuscript 76, written in 1900. You know, you, I was preaching somewhere, and, and uh, I was preaching about who's going to be in heaven and, and how we're going to be. And lady, I was just, I was just preaching. And, and, and the lady, Sister, Sister Baron, I said, yes, ma'am. Yeah, I mean, because you can stop me in the middle of what I'm doing. <laughs> My husband was so good to me, Sister Baron. Oh, praise the Lord, Sister, praise God. Sister Baron, am, am, am I going? Am I going to know him in the kingdom? I said, Sister, and I gave a little word, and I and she, then I went on preaching. Sister Baron, Sister Baron, how will I know him in the kingdom, Sister Baron? And I tried to, you know, answer a little bit, and went on preaching. Sister Baron, Sister Baron, I said, Yes, ma'am. She said, Baron, I just. He was so good to me, Sister Baron. I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to know, Sister Baron. I said, my sister, be there, be there, be there. But let me read this to you. Maybe I hope she will find this. It talks about our personality, our personal identity, is preserved in the resurrection though not the same particles of matter or material substance as went into the grave. The wondrous works of God are a mystery to man. The spirit, we've always heard about the spirit that goes back to God. I had to get on the phone this morning and call Florida. Sister, read, get your Bible, get your Bible. Read 1 Corinthians 15, 45, 41. The spirit... The character of man is returned to God. That's why we're told to surrender our, our characters to God every day. Now we understand why. I hope we understand why. The spirit, the character of man is returned to God, there to be preserved in the resurrection Every man will have his own character. Now, this is sweet. God, in his own time, will call forth the death, the dead, giving again the breath of life and bidding the dry bones live. I'm going to speak on Ezekiel 37 if I can ever get over there, dry bones. The same form, you hear me now? The same form will come forth but it will be free from disease. Hallelujah. My three brothers died of diseases. They're coming forth from the grave free of diseases. 
in, in, in matter and particles that are better than what they went down with. Free from disease and every defect. Can you imagine what resurrection, that first resurrection morning is going to be like if we hold on to Jesus and he, he allows the death to take us? We're coming forth beautiful in Jesus Christ. It lives again bearing the same individuality of features so that friend will recognize friend. I will recognize you, Andrea. There's little certain things that you do and how you act. I'll recognize you. I'll recognize your laugh, Andrea. Jesus isn't going to take away our identity. <laughs> and he throws his head back. <laughs> there is no law of God in nature which shows that God gives back the same identical particles of matter which is composed, which composed the body before death. All right, this is the kicker. This is it. You need to write this down. This is the kicker. God shall give the righteous dead a body that will please him. Is that sweet? Is that sweet? All right, let's turn over to Ezekiel 37. Let's see what we can do with that. Dry bones. Ezekiel 37. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord, with this. Ezekiel 37. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Amen, hallelujah, what? Ezekiel 37, verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out of the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of what? Bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very. And he said to me, said unto me, son of man, what did he say? Can these bones live? And I answered, oh, Lord, God, thou knowest. And you, when you go in and you study it, the uh, Lord said, can these bones live, all these dry bones? And, and in the innocence of ignorance, the way the messenger of the Lord puts it, because this is, this is, uh, this is Ezekiel. In the, in, the, in the ignorance, in the innocence of ignorance, he says, oh, Lord, God, thou knowest. Again, he said unto me, prophesy, preach upon these bones and say unto them, oh, you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. You know that song, you dry bones, you dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall what? And I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the... Seven, so I prophesied as I was commanded, preached. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, a shaking. And the bones came together. Older leg bone connected to the, what? Where, where, the, where the bones? Where the ankle bone connected to the leg bone? And the leg bone connected to the knee bone? And the knee bone connected to the thigh bone? And the thigh bone connected to the hip bone and the hip bone connected to the, where else? I got carried away there for a moment. And hear the word of the Lord. There was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above. But there was Huh? There was no breath in them. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded, and the breath came unto them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Now, this is when the Lord took Ezekiel into vision. 
in the midst of a large valley, there just lay this dismal scene, all these dry bones. And he knew that nothing but the might and power of God could, could bring, uh, could accomplish anything with these dry bones. Man couldn't do anything. And the prophet could see, he could see no hope, no hope whatsoever of life being imparted to them. But he looked, as he looked, the power of God began to work. That's when that, that shin bone was connected to that leg bone. Those muscles started getting life in them. And that leg bone connected to that knee bone. And they were covered with flesh and the Lord breathed upon the bodies. And the breath came unto them and they lived. And they stood upon their feet. Let's break it down. Let's look at it. Let's just dissect it. When you look at these texts, it speaks about the souls, our children, your husband, your wife, your neighbor, persons who you desire to, to see saved. They, they are represented, representations of what Ezekiel saw in the Valley of the Dry Bones. He saw this. Folks, that we have a desire to, to see saved in the kingdom of God. They are dead in trespasses and sins. And we look at them and we say there's just no hope. There's, there, there's no, we, we, we will pass judgment in a heartbeat. There's no hope. I, I, what, what is the use? <laughs> God will have to deal with them because I see you're not coming. You know, sometimes, and, and I'm telling the truth, sometimes I told the Lord, I said, Lord, my son. But I made up my mind. I told Jesus, I said, when you stop working, Holy Ghost, I'll stop praying. They look dead, but we've got to, the Bible said, preach to them anyway. Tell it anyway. The Holy Ghost have it. How can it happen, Lord? How can it happen? Will these bones, will these bones ever live? The Lord said, that's my business. Tell them anyway. Sometimes we're quick to say, you know, the Holy Spirit left them. We don't know if the Holy Spirit left them or not. Who are we? But you know the way they act. I don't care. Prophesy, preach to them anyway. Tell those children when they sit down and when they stand up, when they walk, about the goodness of Jesus Christ. Something is going in. Appearance. It says to all appearance, to what we see, that pimp, that prostitute, that lesbian, that homosexual, that drug addict, that drunk, that, the Lord don't have, no, Lord doesn't want, check Andrew. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. All appearance, it leaves that there's, there's no hope, there's no rest, restoration whatsoever. My grandfather used to come home drunk all the time. I used to be so ashamed. Because the kids would make fun and then say, we see your grandfather coming down the street. He lived with us. His, 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 his wife had died. Mother brought grandfather and daddy brought grandfather into the house. Grandfather was drunk all the time. All the time. Cirrhosis of the liver took grandfather out of here. But somehow the kindness of my mother every day, dealing with her father in his drunken stupor, touched my grandfather's heart. And my sister told me, she said, before grandfather died, he gave his life to Jesus Christ. It appeared that it, 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 nothing would ever gel. I remember my neighbors, Lord, have mercy. My neighbor downstairs, wonderful Catholic woman, would pray.
pray every time I made a trip. She prayed to this God, this, this, this saint. She prayed, I remember she prayed to St. Jude for me. She'd stand right out there in that hallway. She'd hold my hands, and she would look up and say, now, St. Jude, take care of my Carol. Because when my mother died, she said, I'm, 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 I'm stepping in your mother's place. She prayed for me to those saints. She smoked like a smokestack. You go in her house, you almost say, where are you? <laughs> my eyes were smart. I come out stinking every bit of clothing. I stunk. And yet, and there was a time the Lord said, I mean, it was like she was a dry bone. And the Lord said to me one time, go down and tell, her name was Fran, gorgeous woman. Go down and tell Fran that her body belongs to me. We were very good, we were good, very good friends. She lived right below me. Her niece lived on the other side. It was just two, two apartments on, on, a, on, a, on a floor. <sighs> to me, Fran was hopeless. So I went on downstairs because I'm trying to obey God. I'm trying to obey God. I went downstairs that day and all my little naive, my little naive, I'm saying, you know, in my little ignorance, how, 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 how Lord, how, she, how are you going to get through to her? So I went downstairs that day and I said, Fran, oh, she loved me. Hello, darling. You know, that, that's the kind of, she, oh, you always, oh, you look so good, darling. We, I just loved her. I said, Fran, uh, the Lord has, <laughs> the Lord has sent me now with a message for you. <laughs> right, yeah. I said, Fran, God loves you very, very much. And he told me to tell you that your body belongs to him, okay? And you must stop smoking. She looked at me in all love and said, oh, but I love to smoke, darling. I went back up just to see, you see, see what I'm saying? No, there's, there's no hope for her. And, and, don't, and don't ask me to do nothing else. See, that there's no, it was, I saw no restoration in that dry bone. Time went on. Fran got weaker because the cancer was developing. She'd even take out her tracheon, her, no, her, her oxygen, and she would leave her oxygen sitting there, and she and her niece would go out on the porch, and they'd smoke, and they'd come back and pick up the oxygen. I saw nothing. I, I couldn't see those dry bones coming alive. It was useless to me. And it came down to the point where Fran was now hospitalized. And the doctors knew there wasn't anything else they could do. She had been to Walter Reed Hospital because her husband was um, uh, uh, a veteran. And they just sent her home. They never even told her to stop smoking. They figured she's gone anyway. So there was Fran. Now I'm getting ready to go to work. And I get the telephone call. Carol, it's her niece right across the hall. She says, Carol, she called her aunt. Aunt's dying. Come pray for her. Tell, I'm telling the truth. I got so mad. I said, I'm not going down there. I'm, I'm trying to get dressed for God's work in the first place. Okay, I work at the headquarters of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I don't have time for this nonsense. I had already been down there. So I told the Lord. I said, Lord. I said, no. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I've been down there. I told her about that smoking, and, and she didn't listen. I said, Lord, I'm said, I said, what? And I'm not lying, folk. I'm walking my apartment trying to get my clothes on so I can go do God's work. I'm not thinking about that woman who's down there dying. I said, Lord, I have, I have talked to her. I said, I told her. I said, in the first place, what am I going to say to her? Lord, you know, Lord will listen to you. He'll let you get all that junk out your system. You hear? He'll let you get all that junk out your system. So I finally got, I had my suit together. I said, no, I said, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. According to the Bible, I didn't say it then, but now I see according to the Bible, she was a dry bone. As far as I was concerned, the Holy Spirit had left. I had already put the, that stamp on her. The Lord let me get all out of my system. I said, and, what, and, and then, and then what, what would I say to her in the first place? I've already talked to her. But God is sure patient. Very quietly, just like I'm talking to you, very quietly. Because the Lord, the Lord has talked to me. He has spoken audibly to me. He said, uh, go tell her 
Though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. And my friends, I cried. I got on my knees. And I said, Lord, please forgive me. Please forgive me. And I went on downstairs, knocked on the door. Fran was lying on a bed in the living room, hospital bed. Fran could no longer speak, pretty as ever. Death was just a few moments away. So I went down there and I sat on the bed. I said, Fran, do you remember, do you know who I am? She couldn't talk. I said, just shake your head or squeeze my hand. She would, she would shake her head. Sometimes she squeezed my hand. I loved her. I sat down there and I said, Fran, I just want to tell you how much I love you. You've been so good to me. I said, I really, really love you. And she just went holding my hand. I said, Fran, you're getting ready to die. She says, you're going to die. You're getting ready to go into the grave. I said, but I must talk to you about your soul. I said, and the Lord is very quick to forgive you. So I told her about her smoking. I said, are you sorry that you abused your body with smoking? You're sorry that you did just shaking her head. I said, went through other little things with her. We cursed and stuff. I went through a whole lot with her. I said, I said, because the Holy Spirit is talking to you now. Let me tell you something. That Holy Spirit does not leave you. At that last hour, there's still conversation with the Holy Spirit in that person. You hear? So we can't say that's the end. We don't know what God has said to them. We don't know what God has said to that dry bone that we think is nothing but a dry bone. So I talked with Fran. Talked with her. And then I spoke to her about the sweet love of Jesus Christ. So do you believe in Jesus, Fran? Do you believe in God? You believe? She shook her head. I said, do you believe that... Uh, he loves you and he's willing to forgive you of all your sins that you've committed. I said, so that's why you take the time, get forgiveness. The Holy Spirit is, he's talking to you. Get forgiveness. I said, oh, you, I said, you've got it right, friend. I said, now, you, you, you're going to go to sleep, see. You're going to go to sleep for a while. And, and then... When Jesus is ready, he's going to call you forth from the grave. I said, do you believe that? I prayed with her. Put her in God's hands. You know, I got into my car and went on to work for God. But he had to talk to me too, see. By the time I got home, they had, I think the body had just been taken out. But she had died shortly in the Lord, in the Lord, she died shortly thereafter. Can those dry bones live? Yes, those dry bones can live. God can breathe the breath of life into those dry bones. Who am I to give up on anybody because they're not acting and doing and praising the Lord like I think, or they're just, they're listless. One of the churches where we pastored, man told it to me. He was a member of the church. He said, sister, he said, I was the biggest drunk in town. He told me one night, he said, nothing but an angel took me out of the way of the train that was coming, because I was going up the track. I guess I saw 10 trains coming. Didn't know which one to dodge. Drunk, drunk, drunk every night, but somehow made his, his way to the Seventh-day Adventist church where they were holding a, a series of meetings like Pastor just finished, sat on the back of the church, the back row stinking, dirty, talking, drunk as the highest moon in the heavens. Every night, when the pastor finished preaching, he'd stagger and go on who knows where. 
Next night, he's telling me this. Next night, same thing. Staggering past the railroad track. Who knows where this man was coming from? Staggered into that little church, Greenwood, South Carolina. Sit on that back pew, stinking, drunk, high, sit there through the whole meeting. Pastor said, amen, he out the door. Did it the whole time of the meeting. That was nothing but a stinking dry bone that was back there. When pastor made a call to come to Jesus, that drunken man got up out of that chair, that pew, staggered down the aisle, came to Jesus Christ. Pastor baptized him. The man is a faithful deacon to this day. I believe the waters took away all his liquor. I think the waters gave him a true, true bath. Stately man, sharp man, clean man, faithful. Couldn't you can't get him out the door? Don't tell me that you can't get through. Jesus can't get through a dry bone. Who are we to give up on anybody? Jesus didn't give up on us. Somebody didn't give up on us. Isn't that right? The breath of the Lord. And in the judgment, when all our secrets are laid bare, it'll be known that some human agent of Jesus Christ spoke to a dry bone. Some will have accepted and some will have rejected. But let me tell you, God got his back. I want you to know that. God got his back. You're not going to mess with God. God got his back. He will give you opportunities. He'll knock. He'll knock, he'll knock, and then in the judgment when it's all laid bare and you have made the decision, some have made the decision which side they're gonna, they have chosen to be on, you can't blame God. You will see by the records that God sent someone to you. You sat in a meeting, you heard a voice, you heard this. No excuse. This, this simile of dry bones not only applies to the world, but it applies to, applies to us who have the great light, the church. It applies to us. Let me tell you how it applies to us. There are many of us in the church who are just like the skeletons in the valley. We have the form of men the framework of the body, but they have no spiritual life. It's just a ritual. Happy Sabbath. Praise the God of heaven, isn't he good? You don't do anything for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Bible tucked under your arm. I love some Jesus. I know what he's done. Only the framework of the body. Nothing spiritual. Spiritual. Dry bones in the church. It says, the hope of the church is the vivifying influence of the Holy Spirit. Folk, if we don't have that Holy Spirit, you're nothing. Holy Spirit was gets you alive. That Holy Spirit gives you that drive. That Holy Spirit out makes you want to do. That Holy Spirit makes you want to say. That Holy Spirit makes you want to, you, you, you just can't do enough because the Holy Spirit is. Do you know that Jesus was a nice man? Jesus was a nice man. Jesus was a nice man, but it wasn't until the Holy Ghost came upon him that he started doing miracles. Did you ever think about that? He was a fine man. That was God's son. 
He was a good man, but when he was baptized and that Holy Ghost came upon him and that heaven opened up and said, and that dove came and said, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. Jesus went about starting doing some miracles. What was that first one? That turned that, that water into wine. Bip. He did bam here. What leper? Bam. Oh, you're clean, right? Stretch out your hand. All right, leprosy's gone. What? Holy Spirit upon us. You want this church to be alive? Beg, beg, beg. We're told to beg for the Holy Spirit. Not only in us, but upon us. You, you want to see this? You want to see your life jump? Beg for the Holy Spirit. Plead for it. Lord, anoint me with the Holy Spirit. You'll see the whole atmosphere in your life, in your job, anywhere you go. You will be, people will come to see you burn. Why is that person so, it's the Holy Spirit within me and upon me. We got too many dry bones in the church. And folk, we're on our way to the kingdom. We're on our way to the kingdom. Let me read this little statement here. Without the Holy Spirit, without the breath of God, there's a loss of spiritual life. Many who are without spiritual life have their, they have their names on the church records, but they are not written in the Lamb's book of life. They may be joined to the church, but they are not united to the Lord. Church can't save you. Church can't save you grace of God will save you. But you've got to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in your life. He's got to possess you and you've got to beg for it. Professors of truth are actuated by heaven-born principle, trusting in the righteousness of Christ as their only security, copying his character, only thing that we will have when we go into the kingdom that we had here, and that's why we got to give it to God every day. I beg the Lord, you help me to be more like Jesus. You heard me say, when I walk by, I want them to say, who was that? Was that Jesus or was that Carol? Sashaying by. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I want my talk to be like Christ. I wanted to be sweet. I wanted to be savior. I wanted to be delicious. I want my walk to be so that no one can question, what is she? Is she, what is she? She says she's a Seventh-day Adventist. She says she's a Christian. She says, but I saw her out there doing this stuff last week. Well, what were you doing out there? <laughs> I saw someone, someone told my brother Dick, told my brother Dick, I'm going to let you out because after almost 8 o'clock, it's 8 o'clock. Uh, someone told my brother Dick, they said, I saw, uh, Elder Baron, I saw so-and-so at one of the clubs dancing her feverish body away. And my brother's just listening, you know. And, and Elder Baron was ashamed. I saw this and I saw that. And Elder Baron, I'm telling you, you don't know what. It, he said, how did you know? Were you, well, I was there. Well, what were you doing there? Don't want anything to be said. What, 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 what is she really? I want to copy Jesus Christ. And the only way we can copy Jesus Christ, folks, we've got to read his word. Because that's where it talks about how, what he looks like, how he acts. I want to copy his character. I want to be like him. I want to dress like him. I don't want to have to pull my pants up like this here. Pull your boy, put pants up, boy. Pull your pants up. Okay, Hoochie Mama, pull, pull your top down. I pull, pull the skirt down. Come on, Hoochie Mama, let's get together. <laughs> it's 
She says, trusting in the righteousness of Christ as their only security, copying his character, laboring in his spirit. Everything doesn't have to lay on the pastor. We need to band together and have a burden for souls. Get out there and do what you're supposed to do. I'm with the pastor today. We out there cutting up out there in the field, you know, and pastor went to get his, his gas in the car. I said, hey, pastor, I, 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 I'll, pay, I'll pay for the gas. Praise the Lord. Don't let him say yes. I'll pay for the gas. He said, no. I said, that's okay. I said, hey, that's all right. And man, pastor got his little gas, reached down his little pocket, got his little tracks out. He a lady. That's all it takes. I have bills. I look like I don't have bills. I have bills. And every envelope goes a track. And I say, Lord, honor your word. You said, my word will not return to me void. I go into the supermarket. People buy coffee a lot. You know, we don't drink coffee because it's a caffeine. I'm, I'm kicking a little kicking for Jesus. We're not going to do the caffeine thing. Lay off the Mountain Dew, too, okay? The Pepsi and all that kind of stuff, okay? Over there in that coffee section where all the people go, Steps of Christ is laying there. That's right. Get your coffee. Oh, what is this? Steps to Christ. <laughs> go over there where the bananas, felt by the bananas. What's over here? Happiness Digest. Let me move those bananas. There's a Happiness Digest sitting on those bananas. Oh, I'm a mess. Stick them all over because you never know. There are too many dry bones out there, and I do not want to be a dry bone. I'm not going to be a dry bone, you hear? I want to be a representation of Jesus Christ. What about you? Is that your desire? I know that's your desire. Because Jesus is coming, my people. He's coming for his own. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. He's coming for you, pretty lady. He's coming for you, my servant. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Names on the church roll doesn't make nothing. It's nothing. Is my name written there? The page white and fair in the books of the kingdom is my name written there. You want your name in the kingdom? In the Lamb's book of life? Go make an appeal. Go make an appeal. You said by amen, you want your name there. Hallelujah. Now, some have already made a decision to give their life to Christ. Pastor going to be baptized in practically all morning Sabbath. I feel sorry for pastor. <laughs> Somebody need to get in a pool with pastor. But pastor going to be junk, 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 junk. Next, junk, junk. We're going to put some music to it. Junk, 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 junk. Praise the Lord for the souls that are going to be baptized. Praise the Lord. Are you one of them? Hallelujah. What's will be? Okay, I'm making a call. We're making a call. Those who you you know you're gonna be baptized, that's fine. You don't have to raise your hand. We got you. We got your number. Somebody else needs to make the decision. You want to be in the kingdom? Bible says, "Come to me now. Let us get your sins washed away, and then you can keep studying." Is anybody here wants to make the decision? Carol, yeah, I. I I, I want to be in that number. I want my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I haven't been baptized. I'm making it very clear. You have not been baptized. Raise your hand if you want to be baptized. This is first baptism. This is re-baptism. Let me see your hand. Anybody? You know, you know, you know what you should be. Someone? If you don't have the guts to raise your hand now, you can come to me or the pastor after we finish. Because I know all of you are not baptized. I know all of us. There's still a lot of dry bones. Okay. Let's stand for prayer. During the prayer, you can still come up. You can raise your hand. I'll open my eyes. And I'll see. Father in heaven, Thank you so much for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you that you don't want anyone to perish. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you that you will breathe life into the dry bones, Father. Help us not to take coming to church as a saving element. It's, 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 we, you tell us to do not forsake the gathering of, of each other. That's to give us encouragement with each other. But, Lord, it's your grace that's going to save us. And we've got to make the decision. There's someone here that needs to make the decision. Holy Spirit, talk to them. Don't let them, don't, don't let them get away with that, that stupid excuse, I'm not ready. Don't let them get away with that excuse. I, 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 I got too much to do yet. Don't let them get away with that excuse. Keep pounding on their hearts, dear Lord, until they come to you. Bring them to us tonight. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for heaven. I thank you have it all worked out. That when we see you, we'll be changed from mortal to immortality. Thank you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. God's children said, amen. Amen. Please be seated. I'm <laughs> 